Hey everybody, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Total Wellness Radio. I believe it is episode 176, where we discuss in our office vaccines. And the title of the book that we reviewed is Vaccines, Are They Really Safe and Effective? by Neil Z. Miller. A couple of forwards in there by some medical doctors, and it really explores the efficacy and the potency of vaccines. So thank you so much for tuning in to Total Wellness Radio. Have a great day. Good day, everybody. Welcome to Wellness Wednesday. Wellness Wednesday. We're going to do it here on Facebook Live for the Country Doctor Nutrition Center mm-hmm. Facebook page. Also, simultaneously, we're going to record another segment for... The Total podcast. Total Wellness Radio. Yeah. Yeah. So... And we go live every Wednesday. Every Wednesday at 1 o'clock. Yes. We're getting better on the... T- I'm getting... It's 12.59. I know. We're early. We're early. Yeah. Well, that's okay. We've got a lot to discuss today. Yes. It's a very hot topic. Oh. Very... We get... I think we get questioned on this quite frequently. Yes. What our opinions are, what we choose what do you to do, do what personally, do do? Where, or where do we personally stand on the issue. Where's some good information um, that I can educate myself and my mm-hmm. family, you know, um, informed consent. I'm a real big fan of informed mm-hmm. consent, mm-hmm. Um, which means know the risks, know the benefits, know the alternatives. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, there's lots of alternatives. Mm-hmm. Um, and that includes doing nothing. Is one of the and our topic of the day is vaccines. I don't think we said it's that. It's on vaccines. Yes, it's gonna vaccines. Be, this is such a tough topic. Hey, Mike, thanks for joining us. Yeah. Um, I'm going to read something off of this book right here. Because this is, this is one of the go-to reference pieces mm-hmm. that I have um, kept in my library for many, many, many years. And it is, as you can tell, it's a, real, it's a quick read. It's not going to take long. Hour and a half, maybe? Yeah. Hour. The references are amazing. The graphs, all the stuff that's going on is just is fascinating. The title of the book, Vaccines, Are They Really Safe and Effective? By Neil Miller. And um, I'm We posted just... a picture of this earlier as well. We did. We'll post it in the comments when we're done. Yep. Um, and also, before we get started, I feel like we should just say... That we're not telling you what right. you should do. Right. We're merely sharing other resources and information, and we encourage everyone to do your own research. Mm-hmm. Make sure you understand what did you say? The it's informed consent. Informed consent. That's what this whole thing is about. I yeah. mean, we have our own viewpoints on it. What yep. we've done or not done with our own children. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what I want to see maybe done or not done with my own grandchild now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that this is such an issue that. A lot of people are, are just repeating what they think they know to be true, and it's just, it's really not. I'm just going to read this. Yeah. I'm just going to read the back cover of this reference that you need to get. The other one we don't have a, cop, a hard copy of, yeah. but it's called Examining the Record by Judith mm-hmm. DeCava. You can get it from Selene River Press for about $12. It's a little more maybe mm-hmm. up-to-date And a lot of version. these you can get on Amazon, too. Yeah. Some people love going to Amazon. So here we go. We're going to just throw yeah, some information out there. True or false? True or false, the hepatitis B vaccine may cause multiple sclerosis and autoimmune diseases. The chickenpox vaccine is manufactured in human fetal tissue. The MMR, measles, mumps, rubella, vaccine may cause autism, brain damage, and death. Can mandatory vaccines trigger developmental disorders and autoimmune diseases? Does the U.S. government secretly calculate How many people will be permanently disabled 
and killed from vaccine? Did AIDS originate in diseased monkey organs used to incubate polio vaccines? Are new viruses tested on unsuspecting vaccine recipients? How safe is your child from the near and long-term effects of these miracle shots? Are vaccines really safe and effective? Read what the FDA, Food and Drug Administration, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, and the World Health Organization have to say. Find out what independent researchers have discovered. And listen to distraught mothers testifying before Congress regarding vaccine injury compensation, and then you be the judge. Some of the uh, medical doctors who wrote uh, for this, whether the four words or their comments mm-hmm. on this work by, uh, by Miller, by, by, by Neil Miller. Many thanks to Neil Miller for the thoughtfulness of his research. The evidence compiled in this book will help people of every persuasion clarify their views. So whether you're for them or against them, your, your viewpoint is going to be clarified. That's by Dr. Richard Moskowitz, a medical doctor. Uh, Janet Zand, naturopathic doctor, a licensed acupuncturist, she says, congratulations, finally there is something to give patients when they inquire about this overwhelming conundrum. I've already told many people about this important contribution. And lastly, by Dr. Uh, Ann Miller, actually not Ann Miller, doctor, she's uh, Ann Millen, former director of the National Vaccine Information Center. If vaccines offered benefits only, the government wouldn't need to mandate them. Kind of an interesting statement. If they were completely safe and nobody was experiencing some of the things that are talked about in this research with over 900 references hmm. and cited that studies. That is an interesting, yeah. Let me read it again. If vaccines offered benefits only, then why would the government, why, the government wouldn't need to mandate them? Parents have a right to freedom of choice. This book brings to the public attention the seriousness of this controversial issue. The biggest one we always face is, um, well, my kids were vaccine, you know, you need to get vaccined. And the question is, well, are you vaccined? And they'll say, yeah, or are your kids vaccinated? Yeah, well then why do I need to be vaccinated if you're already protected? If the vaccines work, why right. does my unvaccinated child pose a threat Pose a threat to your own? Wouldn't my child be the one at risk? Yeah. If it's truly the way that we're led to believe, then my child, my unvaccinated child, would be the one that would be at risk. This comprehensive book is packed with hundreds of important facts and figures. It includes 30 diagrams and more than 900 citations so that all of the information can be confirmed. Love that. As a concerned parent, you may then make an informed and responsible decision regarding the benefits and risks of vaccinating your child. So it's about truth. It's about really like, look at the big picture. The small picture is, is there's a lot of people out there that, that think it's illegal to have your kids in public school um, that aren't vaccinated. That's not true. In all, there's only 47, all 47 states have exemptions. There's 47 of 50 that have exemptions. They're outlined in here. Mm-hmm. Um, they're talked about also, I think, in Judith's book. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the, the bottom line is there's a lot of, there's a lot of emotionally charged opinion mm-hmm. centered around this topic. Mm-hmm. And the truth of the matter is there's lots of people who have put a lot of effort into the research, mm-hmm. the citations, the science, the organizations, um, the different places where you can uh, check out 
how just uh, the polio uh, the polio cases alone, um, uh, whooping cough, excuse me, uh, by the time the whooping cough vaccine came into play, in the United States and in Great Britain, they were reporting between 79 and 82% decrease. Before whoop- it was... Before the vaccine. Before the vaccine was put in place. So a lot of these things that vaccines want to take credit for, as far as eradicating from our human like, like disease pool, these things were substantially, substantially already on their way out. Hmm. Substantially. Interesting. 79 to 82% just a whooping cough for, for kids. Hmm. So, um, you know, it, it talks about measles in here. Doctors refuse the, vela, the rubella vaccine. Um, 78% of doctors, 91% of the obstetricians and gynecologists who work daily with pregnant women refuse to take the rubella shot. That was from the Journal of the American Medical Association, page 245. Reported, uh, um, doesn't say the year, but it's, uh, but it's got the reference here, the reference codes. So it's just, I mean, it's just, it goes on and on and on. Mm-hmm. Those, who, those who look at you, and that's what's classic to me. The people that actually might look at you, might and say Mm -hmm. well you're a bad parent for not get may not be vaccinated themselves Mm -hmm. may not have had their own children get the flu shot or you know Hmm. i think as a parent you should be asking those questions Hmm. let me see your immunization records Mm -hmm. and do you get the flu shot every year yeah you get that yeah yeah interesting i know at hospitals now again since this book was written I know that in hospital settings, um, if you don't take it, they make you wear a mask for six months like you're a leper. Mm-hmm. So they try to shame you. It's hot. Yeah, it's tough. I've you know, worked, I've worked in, the, in a hospital briefly. Yeah. yeah, it's tough because it's, I mean, they'll literally, you'll be in the middle of your shift and they'll come up ready to put the needle in your arm and yep. you're like, okay, can I like at nope. least finish what I'm doing? And if you don't, you are, I mean, you're really put into a position where you feel like if you're right, you're going to be shamed. That's the easiest way to explain it. You will be shamed and everyone will know that you'd refused this. And um, yeah, it can create a lot of tension. Um, I know we know some individuals. Ooh, Mike is is sharing something Mm -hmm. good, it looks like. There's so much pro-vaccine propaganda published Mm -hmm. On the public, people who refuse to listen to anyone who questions the safety and efficacy of the vaccine program are not reasonable. Yep. No one can make intelligent decisions about anything unless they look at both sides of the issue. Yep. Oh, that's such a good point. Thank 100%. you for sharing that, 100%. Mike. Absolutely. I mean, there's, there's, um, um, there's just no, there's just no solid foundation. Mm-hmm. And this even goes into if you want to go some of your quotes. Let me. Yeah. This, like the 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 one that I always found fascinating was the HIV epidemic. Never made sense to me. Polio vaccines and AIDS. SV forty. Mm-hmm. The cancer causing monkey virus found in polio vaccines. Let me re, let me say it again. Found in polio vaccines, and administered to millions of unsuspecting people throughout the world was just one of the numerous simian viruses known to have cont- contaminated polio vaccines, reference 9193 in the back. As monkey kidney culture is host to innumerable simian va- viruses, 
the number found varying in relation to the amount of work expended, to find them, the problem presented to the manufacturer is considerable, if not insuperable. Insuperable. Sure. One early vaccine researcher wrote to a congressional panel studying the safety and growing live vaccines in monkey kidneys. As our technical methods improve, we may find fewer and fewer lots of vaccines, which can be called free of the virus. So they're just saying basically as a manufacturer, well, you know, over time, it's, we'll quit spreading. We'll quit spreading the SV40 virus known to cause cancer. Mm. We'll quit spreading it in our vaccines. Eventually, it'll, you know, our process will get good enough to where, you know, we won't be giving people viruses. They give them HIV. That's what that just said. I'll quote it before Congress. Crazy. Yeah. So I think it's really important um, for people to get educated. Mm-hmm. Know this type of literature exists. Spend some time understanding. Yep. Um, we're going to post yep. resources when we're done. Mm-hmm. Uh, one you got of like five them, or six websites. That, yeah, that we have five found. five websites and two books. We're going to post for you guys so yep. that you can go do your own. Yep. We just want you to look at you know everything. That's whether you're pro to you. or con, whether you're for or against, is not the issue. <laughs> Get educated. Yes. Yes. One of the websites um, they talk about formaldehyde. And how that is in a lot of vaccines. Mm-hmm. And it's used as a stabilizer or in activating ingredient, mm-hmm. right? Um, it has many names. So even if you're going and doing research and looking at what's in each, um, make sure you check out this particular resource because it will also list the other names that formaldehyde can be listed under, right? Yep. You guys know we dealt with this with aspartame. Once yep. everyone realizes that it's poisonous. They change the name. They change the name so you don't recognize it on the label. Yep. This is not a new game. Right. Um, but formaldehyde, it's a known carcinogen and health threat. I mean, that's documented, right, by our government that yep. it's a known, um, you know. It's a toxin. It's a toxin. Yep. Um, so it's just crazy that they're that they're then injecting that. Um, there's a quote from one of these resources that I just was like blown away by. It says, "Just because the human body appears capable of processing and eliminating a certain minute level of formaldehyde when it is encountered in the everyday modern environment, does not mean that it is safe to repeatedly challenge." The immature immune system of an infant or child with such a toxic substance. So injecting a newborn at birth with formaldehyde and other chemicals and toxins is, I mean, when you start really going through all of this information, it's like, why aren't we questioning this more is really the question that comes into my head. Especially Um, when they're, and now in order to gain... In order to gain support for vaccines, yeah. along with what Mike said earlier, mm-hmm. oh, a measles outbreak just showed up. Mm-hmm. Oh, we had there was five people that died, mm-hmm. right? And that stuff starts, you know, and then you know, digital mm-hmm. platforms, and they take this stuff and run with it like wildfire, and like, oh my God, we got a measles epidemic They're about to take over America. You know, that's how it blows up. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reality of it is, is that uh, best thing you can do is let it run its course and. Mm-hmm. Expose everyone else if they haven't been, and mm-hmm. that's how you build up healthy immune systems. And mm-hmm. you know, it's it's absolutely yeah. mind bending. I'm thinking right now of a book I read. I wish I can remember what it was, but the woman was basically talking about, um, you know, some of these certain 
things that we're vaccinating to prevent our children from getting, they actually build different layers, right, in our immune system. Yep. And they're and they're they're serving a specific purpose. And yep. so when we vaccinate and prevent the immune system from having to fight that off, you create right, then future weakness. You're just yeah, creating all yeah. of these weaknesses in the immune that the, that was the immune system's opportunity to build up more strength against something else that it could be come into contact with later. And so we're skipping these very important steps. I wish I could remember what book that was. You'll, it'll come to you. Yeah. Um, but we'll post the way it she explained it was just like, oh my gosh, I never thought about it like that because we automatically assume that this is negative. And so therefore we need to just get rid of it and take it away, yeah. right? Where it was serving a purpose. Yeah. Um, we're also going to post resources so that you, you know, especially people that aren't local can go ahead and check, um, you know, what your state laws are, what are your mm -hmm. rights. Mm -hmm. um, I know one thing I want you to share, um, because Travis made a good point about aluminum in the brain has been linked with both autism and Alzheimer's. Yes. I want you to share um, sort of your personal opinion on vaccines not being the cause oh. of autism, yeah. but rather... Um, two things. First off, the CDC had hardly any listing of autoimmune diseases prior to vaccines. Prior to the 50s. So that's the first thing we need to, uh, we need to remember. There's a correlation, a direct correlation with the immune systems of vaccinated people getting worse over time. And the more vaccines they're exposed to, the worse their immune systems perform and or get stuck in such a state of hyperactivity, it attacks healthy, vibrant tissue called autoimmune. We live in a goiter belt for thyroids. Hashimoto's is like rampant, right? Mm -hmm. Well, you go back in these people's history and you'll see that they have a lot of similar exposure to things that will trigger, set the immune system up, be a catalyst for an autoimmune problem. Mm -hmm. That's the first thing that bears mentioning. The other thing, in, in, to answer your question, so, several years ago, in Florida, they did um, toxicology and pathology reports on the umbilical cords in women, and they and they they were and they were doing a study to see what is passed from mom to baby in utero. Okay. This study, by the way, is fourteen years old, 13, 14 years old. I'd have to look it up. But now all these kids that this was shown to be happening on are all teenagers now. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then you take, the, they took the, the toxicology and pathology reports, they, they accumulated them. Here's what they found. Over 300 different environmental toxins mm -hmm. being passed from mom to baby mm -hmm. in utero, mm -hmm. 26 of which known carcinogens, meaning they have been linked to the suppression and or the destruction of the immune system excuse me, the cells at the DNA level allowing viruses to thrive and that there is what's contributing to cancer. Mm -hmm. So these are kids, This and this is a several-year-old study. This is not right. new. You know, this isn't something that the FDA just got behind and said, we need to study this because, you know, which those people will never do anything. I love it when you do FDA impersonations. It's the best. Well, I mean, talk about a malignant, dumb organization. I'm sorry. I know this is going to the public. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the bottom line is, is that, I mean, you're talking about an organization that approves Celebrex. Look at how many of that people that killed. And they've approved dozens and dozens more just like it. So 
anyways, uh, yeah. and they're going to protect us. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, so it's important for us I to remember to get to finish your question. Answer Sorry. Your question. <laughs> Sorry, you brought. I mean, so what happens is, is that these, and you go to Dr. Mercola's site, and he's got a lot of the research backing up some of these things that we're we're talking about too. Um, if you haven't guessed yet, we're not pro vaccine people. <laughs> If you haven't guessed, I mean, we're only we're only 19 minutes into the discussion. <laughs> but if you haven't guessed by now what side of the coin we're kind of flipping to, um, my three adult children have never been vaccinated. You've never seen three healthier kids. Um, certainly doing as well as anybody else's, if not better in many ways. Uh, my granddaughter's a year old. She will not be vaccinated if I have anything to say about it. Um, is that when you have a children that are born this toxic... And then you ingest them with a foreign toxic substance directly into the bloodstream, bypassing the only way by design things are supposed to enter the body, right here. And you bypass the mechanism that allows the salivary glands, the parotid glands to tag it with enzymes to keep it purified in the gut, let it into the system before it's been processed by the liver, okay? And you go directly to bloodstream with that and you stimulate that immune system you're creating an overwhelming situation potentially for a lot of these kids. Mm-hmm. Autism's risen over 95,758% since 1950. 95,000% increase mm-hmm. in autism in this country. And there's a direct, irrefutable, indisputable correlation between mm-hmm. people saying you need vaccines and the challenges that these kids are getting put in and subjected to. A hundred percent relationship. So people wake up, pay attention, get educated, right? Know the risks, know the benefits, and know the alternatives, which means sometimes the alternatives are to do nothing or seek out a homeopath. Mm -hmm. Seek out a DO that can maybe give you something that's based on homeopathic type Mm -hmm. vaccinations, which, by the way, has proven in California to be very effective because they jerked up a bunch of homeopaths in California and tried to take them to court. And these guys proved in court that homeopathy is just as effective. Hmm. No side effects. Zippo. You know what the problem with it is? It's not owned by a a pharmaceutical company. Hmm. That's the problem with it. That is the problem. And yes, Stacey, you're absolutely right. We need to protect the animals too. Yeah. She mentioned Yeah, I want to jump in. I have two things. The pet vaccines, I want to jump in and just say real quick. Um, You are spot on. Absolutely. Pet vaccines, same thing. They are, I mean, even the vet, half of the vets I've talked to will tell me, oh, well, this isn't really going to do much. So if you have an issue, let me know, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, And I will say as someone who has finally a dog who is not like on his deathbed, we took in a puppy. Thank you, Dr. Vicky. Yes. Thank you, Dr. Vicky over in Laramie. Um, But we took in a puppy who had so had intestinal parasites, the vet didn't catch it, then proceeded to vaccinate the dog who already had this compromised immune system. The vaccines completely crashed his system and he nearly died as a puppy. And so, um, yeah, it's, it's, and it, and it was a solid over a year of Mm -hmm. restoring his health before Mm -hmm. he acted like a normal dog and appeared like a normal dog. So you're spot on with pet vaccines. Same thing. You got to be really careful. I will not vaccinate my pets anymore. And I've been told by a licensed vet 
that that particular dog because he will always have always have a compromised immune system from what he went through as a puppy that any time if I were to turn around and vaccinate him again even if it's years later and his health yep. is restored that yep. he could easily he could crash again and so yes thank you for pointing out the pet thing I also just want to add anybody who's watching this and thinking um, you know, maybe you have an opinion that your four vaccines totally get that, like it to each their own, everyone has their own opinion, but I would challenge you to just consider, um, if what we're doing right now is currently working, why does the health of our nation continue to decline? hundred percent. So if you look at statistics from 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago, I don't care what it is, you're going to see health issues continuing to rise, mm -hmm. right? New ones. New ones. Right? Autoimmune diseases, this is a new thing. That's the deal. And anybody who doesn't know what that is, it's your body attacking itself. Something is in there that shouldn't be in there, right? Something mm -hmm. is going on that shouldn't be going on. So if you're on the side of like, no, vaccines are, you know, right? Or, oh, you know, the government is out to protect us. Whatever your thought process is, I would just challenge you to question, yep. why is our health declining if we're such a powerful, um, developed nation, why does our health continue? Why is our health crisis getting worse? Yep. Obviously, what we're doing isn't working. So I no. just wanted to throw that out yep. there as I well. I appreciate it. That's good stuff. Yeah. Mike, you have to go on to, um, it's an old Quackbusters site. There's a guy out in California, <laughs> his name's Qua and he, he runs yeah. a Quackbusters site. Yeah. And you have to go in and search Quackbuster versus State of California. Um, not versus State of California, but California yeah. uh, Quackbuster versus California homeopaths. Search in that area, and you should be able to bring up that old uh, mm -hmm. uh, suit where these guys were able to prove the efficacy mm -hmm. um, of uh, homeopathy uh, and it, that it does work with no side effects. So, yeah, other than you feel good. The other thing I just wanted to share for people that want to continue to vaccinate, but maybe you want to space out your vaccinations because this is becoming more and more common. And I would recommend that if you're right, if you are. Mm -hmm feeling like you have to vaccinate. If you go to your doctor and ask to space the schedule out more and they are not open to doing that, I would seriously question whether or not that is a physician you want to work with. Yep. Anytime you have a request for your doctor and they aren't open to considering it mm -hmm. because that's what's best for you and they just want to keep you in the box of how they And they things, use fear to do it. And they use fear to do if it. That's their number one tool, run. I would highly recommend getting a new pediatrician. Yep. Yep. Um, the um, the best thing, too, is if mm -hmm. you're in a situation where it's absolutely unavoidable mm -hmm. and there's absolutely no way that to avoid certain things, wait mm -hmm. till after the age of two. Um, every country in the planet, except the United States, because we have a, 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 a pharmaceutically driven, insurance-mandated uh, form of disease um, perpetuation mm -hmm. care, um, what happens is, is that, um, if you wait till after the age of two, you have less chance of brain damage because the blood brain barrier is more developed. It's not immature. It's much more challenging for these substances to cross the blood brain barrier. And that is directly from Dr. McCullough's site. He's got lots and lots of research and cite, cite, uh, citations on there that the, the research, the literature is very clear on this, mm -hmm. that you, you drastically improve uh, less yeah. the risk if you wait till after the age of two. And there's a lot of countries out there that already adhere to this. They will not inject a child, a newborn child, mm -hmm. with these toxic um, substances that are the uh, bane of our future health. Mm -hmm. They really are. So, anyhow.
Okay, last question. I know, last question. <laughs> I don't even know what time it is. Tips on ridding the body of vaccines. Yes. Be, this is something we check in our in in our office, right? Yeah. We check for we check for metal and chemical toxicities mm-hmm. that that could be a cause of the of the body's inability to perform. Okay, mm-hmm. when you when you come to our office, we're always looking for what is what the bottom line is. Why is this body not performing mm-hmm. the way it was designed? What is standing in the way mm-hmm. of performance? Okay. Metal and chemical toxicity is like on top of the list. It's one of the top five things. Mm-hmm. So we are able to check and determine if that is overwhelming the system. And then we want to use a couple of approaches. We'll look at either bowel cleansing. We'll look at a product called HPHV Met or HVS Homeopathics, mm-hmm. which are very subtle, gentle chelators. They set up a environment for the cell to be able to safely release and expel full, completely, not reabsorb into other tissue, but expel mm. those stored toxins. And so we look at homeopathy to help us with that. We look at the right um, uh, carrier oils, they're called, like a flaxseed oil, borage oil, uh, things of that nature, uh, which will help to bind so that the, the, the toxic oil isn't reabsorbed into the cell mm. and the body can eliminate it properly. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll look at herbal, uh, oral, and these are all oral chelations, nothing injectable. All oral chelations, great for, and they're safe on the kidneys because you can go to some medical doctors and they'll put you on a detoxification shot too, like a, I don't know if it's EDTA or it's something mm-hmm. along those lines, but man, it can blow your kidneys up. I mean, it can make you hurt so bad mm-hmm. when your body starts releasing this stuff and passing through the kidneys, it just inflames them. So mm-hmm. careful with those types of uh, chelation approaches. Um, it can take anywhere from six months to three years, six months to three years. Mm-hmm to successfully reduce the load Mm -hmm. that your nervous system is dealing with from the presence of metals and chemicals, whether it be environmental pollutants, air, water, food, vaccines, whatever, we all have it. We do not live in a pristine, pure environment anymore. We haven't since the last hundred years. Mm -hmm. We're all carrying to some degree a load. And this is just just a way to add to it rapidly um, based on a science that's not proven. Awesome. Okay. Thank you so Thanks much for, for joining us. Don't forget to subscribe to Total Wellness Radio. Well, that'll do it for this episode of Total Wellness Radio. Thanks again for tuning in. And for more information, be sure and catch us on Facebook Live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Mountain Time at the Country Doctor Nutritional Center Facebook page. Until next time, thank you so much for tuning in. Hey, Dan. Super nice to hear your peaceful voice. I'm sure people have told you that before. Um, Very peaceful. Uh, I've been told it too. It's not a bad thing, but um, you should guide meditations. I think you'd be very, very good at that. Anyway, yeah, we will speak tomorrow at 10 your time, 12 my time, around then, um, 12, 15, 10, 15, if it ends up, whatever it ends up being, all cool, uh, glad you're digging into the book, and uh, chat soon. Hey Dan, super nice to hear your peaceful voice, I'm sure people have told you that before, um, very peaceful. Uh, I, I've been told it too. It's not a bad thing, but um, you should guide meditations. I think you'd be very, 
very good at that. Um, anyway, yeah, we will speak tomorrow at 10 your time, 12 my time, around then. Um, 12, 15, 10, 15, if it ends up, whatever it ends up being. Uh, cool. Uh, glad you're digging into the book and, uh, chat soon.